Welcome to the Life Unlimited Podcast with Larry Heller. You deserve complete financial advice so you can confidently live your life your way for life. Now, let's get into this week's podcast episode. Hello, and welcome to Life Unlimited with Larry Heller from Heller Wealth Management. How are you, Larry? I'm doing terrific today, Eric. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. For those that don't know, I am Larry's producer, Eric, and I'm here to learn along with you. Larry has a great topic today. Should I retire during a recession, Larry? This is an incredibly important question right now because, well, we're in a recession, I think, if I'm not mistaken. We don't know exactly, although by the the time this podcast airs, the second quarter GDP will be out. So if we have two quarters of negative GDP, technically we're in a recession, although some economists may not think we are. So if you're listening to this, we'll know exactly if we're in a recession or or not. But even if even if we're technically not, it's starting to feel like one. And if we if we are, question is how long is going to be is going to last, and mm-hmm. can you you know retire in a recession? We've had a pullback on the stock market. We have inflation had at huge increases for now. So can you retire in a recession? Should you retire in a recession? Should you wait until the recession's over and work longer? So those are some of the questions that we're going to discuss today, Eric. Yeah, and and I have a feeling, Larry. Yes. <laughs> that, that I know the answer to this because I've heard this answer from you before, and it's usually one word: depends. Right? It, it depends on an individual situation, but it, it's a question I think everybody's asking, and and that's obviously why you're covering it. Is people just don't know for their own individual situation. So, can you describe that for us? Yeah. So you're you're right. It does it does depend. Um, and it still boggles my mind that people still retire without really having, you know, a game plan and knowledge. Will they, will their money last them through retirement, or how much can they spend in retirement, or th- they don't have the right asset allocation in retirement, and they're just kind of going, you know, week by week, month by month. Um, and that's when you kind of get in trouble is if you don't you don't know. Uh, I just read this week. I don't recall the publication of a a doctor who retired. And then now he's kind of working kind of remedial jobs three days a week because it doesn't want to take any more money and mm-hmm. have to sell out of his equities while the market's down. And I'm thinking, why would you be selling equities when the market's down? Why would you have not a game plan here? So that's kind of the first thing is really having a financial plan and having a strategy so you can feel com- confident or more comfortable actually retiring. I mean, that's one of the things that we do as our clients get closer to retirement or even far away is really putting a game plan in and setting some parameters, setting some worst case scenarios, setting some what ifs and different what ifs so you can get a feel and then protecting and putting together a plan so they can retire or at least know whether they have to work a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. So by creating a financial plan, you can now see, okay, it's going to work and it's going to work if this happens, but if this happens, may, may, maybe it won't work as well, or I need to work a little bit longer so I can get my pot nest egg up a little bit higher. So having a financial plan 
is really the first thing that I tell people is determining whether or not you can retire during recession or whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Recession or no recession. I think these key points that you're going to talk about, they're the same, right? I mean, these are all the different things you need to know. You've got income, you've got expenses and to balance those two. And I'm, I'm obviously putting this as simple as possible, but you either have income or you don't <laughs> You mm -hmm. have expenses or you don't, which I think everybody has expenses. So mm -hmm. yeah, you got to find that balance. So where do you start with folks? Yeah. So the, the first thing is really what like you just said is determining what the income, what your income is, how much social security, yeah. if, you, if you have enough pension, what the pension is, and then determining what your expenses are. And that sometimes is a little bit, a, a little bit tricky on the expense side is because you have your fixed expenses and you have your variable expenses. Um, and what we found at least pre pandemic, when you do retire, your expenses go up and why is that, Eric? Why do your expenses go up in retirement? Because you got nothing to do, Larry. <laughs> exactly. Go, you have more to time board, to right? enjoy yeah. life, more time to travel, more time to go out to dinners. Mm -hmm. So your expenses go up, even though people say, well, I don't need work clothes, or at least in the old days, work clothes or commuting costs. But when we looked at it, your expenses are going up. And then you need to figure out what your inflation factor is going to be in there. So we have not break down your expenses on certain things like your mortgage, which is fixed and it's not going to be adjusted by inflation versus your everyday expenses, which we need to put inflation factor in and see how that's going to play out over your lifetime. So really looking at your income, looking at your expenses and seeing if, it, seeing if there's... These days, people are changing the way they retire. They're not really retiring like before. They may be slowing down and working part-time and for a few years. We have a lot of clients like that. They, they want to do and be able to work part-time. Mm -hmm. um, and now post-pandemic, that's even more, more of an option. So, uh, so factoring that that in the, in there, figuring out possibly your your life expectancy. I mean, a lot of people say, "Well, I'm not going to live that long. My parents didn't live that long." But what happens if you do? So you have to kind of figure out what's what is that life expectancy. You can't just plan. Well, my parents only lived to 83, 84, so let's just do to 85. And if I run out of money, I run out of money. And it's like, is that the real plan you want to have? Yeah. So yeah. on the flip side. You want to be able to enjoy life. You don't want to just say, well, I want to have so much money till I live to 105 and that you don't enjoy while you're, while mm -hmm. you're in retirement as well. So there is definitely a trade-off on those two things. So knowing what your life expectancies are putting your life expecting is putting in, you know, medical expenses and, and especially factoring in the possibility of a long-term care illness for one of the spouses. Mm -hmm. um, and then the death of one spouse, how does that impact the, re the retirement plan. Fortunately, one spouse sometimes usually passes away well before the other spouse does. So how does that impact them? The, the losing one of the social securities? Is there life insurance that's involved in there? How are the expenses impacted? Are you going to be staying in the same house? And, and that's a big factor is the house, especially now that value of your home has increased, mm -hmm. that that may be something that you are going to use or not use. And if you are going to use, factor that in, when are you going to sell the home and where are you going to go? Um, or are you going to buy a second home? So 
factoring all these in and putting together a game plan and we we run different illustrations with different rates of return and different inflation factors so you can really see what's going on and at least start to feel a bit more comfortable that you are going to be able to retire even during a recession because you, you don't want to wait in unfortunately we've had clients that have retired and very shortly after they retired they passed away so it's really a juggling act to figure out when can you enjoy life what you want to be able to spend during your retirement, how mm -hmm. you can do that versus waiting and waiting and waiting. Now we have, I would say numerous clients that are still working in their seventies and some in their eighties. Um, and not just because they have to, it's because they want to, but you know, it's a trade-off. What's important to you? What, when do you want to retire? Is working part of it? Some people believe that working longer in life keeps your you, your healthier brain, your brain healthier, and your puts off potential Alzheimer and dementia. So I don't think there's any right or wrong reason or explanation. It's just plan, 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 have that game plan. So you're not tripped up by anything unexpected. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's, it's really comes down to flexibility, right? If, if you're, if you want to work, that's great. And if you, if you enjoy working three days a week, five days a week, that's that's fantastic. I, I I love to see that if that's what you want to do. And if you have the flexibility to go see family or spend some of that money, like you've talked about before, going on vacation and doing the things that you also want to do along with that either partial retirement, whatever you want to call it. I think that that's just the freedom with that flexibility is what I think everybody's after without any of the fear of, like you said, running out of money. And I know that you you brought up work clothes as something that no people you know people don't necessarily have to buy anymore. But can we both agree that they should not start a budget or or write down their budget with Crocs and socks in mind? That that should, should be taken <laughs> off the table, Larry. I just that's just me. But if if you're listening to this and you're currently wearing Crocs with socks, this is not okay. I'm just gonna let you know right now. Okay, so we had to we talk to Larry about how you can budget your money better. <laughs> right, I'm not going to share what's on my feet then. Eric. Okay, it's not it's not Crocs with socks. Okay, that's good. That's good. It's a good start. Yep, but you actually said the key word right there, and that's fear. Yep. So that's the I don't care how much money you have when the spigot gets turned off and there's no more work money coming in, people get nervous. Mm -hmm. They they don't want to they want to make sure that they can enjoy life maintain their lifestyle or want to live. We've had some clients that retired relatively early because they really wanted to stop working at a young age and really sharpen up their budget. And they don't live an extravagant life, but they were able to retire. And so figuring out what that is so you don't have that fear. Because sometimes with that fear, you spend less money that, than you can because you're so you're so worried. And we're going to talk about a little bit about, and we've mentioned this before, our reservoir strategy, and that the way to avoid having that fearfulness when you're retiring during recession. But no matter what, people looking at their accounts and they're saying, oh, I, you know, my accounts are down. I've lost money. How can I retire? My equities are down. First of all, I point out to them, for most of them, they're not down. <laughs> they're up historically, they're just down from the high. But people, once it gets to the high, people already said, that's my money. And now I'm lo I've lost money. Yeah. So that just brings us into a good, you know, a good segue here into talking about investments and asset allocation, because that is so critical, 
especially when you're retiring during a recession, is really determining what is the right asset allocation for you. Well, I mentioned before, inflation now is at historical highs now. We've just come off years and years of historical lows. And now in May, I think the last number that I saw, we are at over 9%. So you can't just keep your money in the bank and your um, earning power will go down. So you need to have some things that are going to grow to stay above inflation. But we all know that some of those investments, such as equities, are going to fluctuate. So where do you? how much of those do you have? How much should you have in cash? How much should you have in fixed income? What are your dividends that you're running on, on this? A lot of times we have our retired clients, the dividends is part of the income. We add that into the pension and social security. So how much dividends is an interest now a throwing off? We're seeing some interest rates that are now increasing. That's the one good news that we've seen is the money markets are now getting a little bit higher. Bonds are getting a little bit higher. Mm -hmm. So really putting together the right asset allocation is so critical that it makes you stay on, again, the, the re reservoir strategy that we've talked about is having enough cash to ride out a downturn on the stock, the, the, the stock market, that you're not having to sell like that retired doctor when the market is, is down. And all these trying to figure out ways of how do I replenish that cash? So I'm pulling out the cash over the next few years because again, historically has shown that over longer periods of time, you'll make more money on the equities. So we don't want to sell when it's down. We want to be able to ride out those downturns. Yeah. So for those of you who are listening, yes, maybe your equities are down right, right now, but it's a good time to look at your asset allocation. Maybe it's a good time to add to equities right now. So you want to constantly rebalance, looking at your portfolio every so often. So as you get into retirement, whether it's a recession or not a recession, that you're properly set up. Yeah. And and for those that did not listen to the last podcast, you need to go back and listen to that. Larry covered a lot. And Larry, I don't want to dive down this rabbit hole too deeply, but I kind of said it, you're, you're the only one that I've heard of some uh, advisors that I have spoken with and that I listened to uh, that talks about how much cash and, and the quantity of cash that somebody should have to be able to write out a market. Can you just remind folks kind of what your thought process is behind that? Yeah. So the th our thought process is somewhere between two and three years. And there have been studies done based upon going back pre-depression that the, you know, the average downturn is a little over three years. So if you have enough cash to write out that downturn, you're going to be you're going to be okay. Of course, there's no guarantee that going forward it's even going to be longer a downturn, mm -hmm. but what we're going with historical numbers here. So that's what you want that's what you want to do. You don't want to panic. Yeah. You don't want to sell when it's down because that's when you you actually physically book the losses. So that's another thing during a recession, during a downturn in the market, don't panic. Mhm. Yeah. And, and I bring that up because like, I, I think I told you on the last podcast, Larry, most people that I listen to and I've heard has, they usually say like three to six months, but when you went deeply into it on that last podcast, it makes so much sense. So I wanted to bring that to the audience's attention. The biggest thing is that if people are tuning into this podcast, they're getting good advice from you, right? They're, they're getting good information from you. And this is why somebody should be using an advisor because if they don't have somebody in their corner telling them, number one, don't panic. And number two, let's take a look at the entire picture. Everything that you've got going on, positive flow and negative flow, 
you're just you just get lost. You get swept up in the the, the storm of media attention to this, right? Because the media is just going to blow this out of proportion to where it's going to be something where they want to drive people to watch their show. So they try to elicit panic, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. So true. I mean, the, all the media outlets, they, they, the, all they want to talk about is either stocks, which stocks, which sectors to buy, when to get in, when to get out. They're selling short-term, short-term results, not long-term results, because mm-hmm. the longer-term results are boring. Asset allocation, rebalancing, having enough cash in there, you're not making these wild moves from one day to the other. So it's kind of boring to talk about that. So, but mm-hmm. then that's not what the media, the media wants, but the, the big thing here, and a lot of times, you know, people, when they're working with advisors, well, how much are your fees and net of the returns? And I'm basically saying, well, our fees are warranted even more in a down market. So even though somebody may say, well, you're losing money, why do we pay an advisor, whether it's me or somebody else fees? It's because we're having you stay the course. We're having a strategy. We're rebalancing. Mm. We're being, we're not emotionally attached. So we're looking at a lot different where it's your money. You can really emotionally attached. Um, Now, this time around, we haven't had really had anybody that have gotten to the point where they wanted to capitulate and get out. But in 2008, we had a lot of people that were down there and they just wanted to so-called stop the bleeding and get out down there. And that's what a good advisor is going to do. They're going to put together a plan and they're going to hopefully have you stay the plan. And more importantly, before you even get to that number, they're going to run the risk tolerance. We've mentioned this before. We have a 25 question risk tolerance. So we know what your pain point is. We know how much of a loss that you're going to be able to comfortably take and not panic. So we want to stay within those losses and create an asset allocation so you won't panic in a downturn. Yeah. So yeah. that's the, the the real benefit of working with an advisor, of course, of all the other things that a wealth manager does and tax planning and estate planning and all the other areas that a wealth manager does. But making them stay the course when we're going through a down market uh, or really developing a plan that'll work if you're looking to retire in a recession, all great reasons why working with an advisor is so beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I know, Larry, you and I have been doing this for a very long time through 2020, through 2021. And one of the things that you spoke about in 2020 was that some folks, some businesses were forced to scale back, right? They were forced to scale back because they weren't selling as much with the pandemic and people not going out as much. There was a lot that changed within businesses. And some people were forced to retire. What happens if somebody is forced to retire? What what can they do at that point if it's not an option to stay with the same company? Now, you've talked about a, a different job or taking a hobby and turning it into a job, which is great. But mm-hmm. give some advice to those folks that are kind of facing that maybe this year. Yeah. Well, again, the first thing you should really start with is looking at your expenses. How much money do you really need? And if you're if you're out of a job for a short period of time or you want to stop working because you've been forced out of a job, knowing what your expenses are. So trying to figure those out and where can you reduce some of those expenses, some of those variable, variable numbers. So that's one thing is what are the expenses that you can do along those lines? The other thing is looking at your home, looking at something that is appreciated enough that maybe that may not be your your optimal choice is selling the home and 
downsizing, possibly finding something less expensive to reduce some of those expenses. So that could be twofold. It can lower your expenses because you're going to a smaller home, less real estate taxes, mm -hmm. less upkeep, and also provide you some additional investments that could earn you some additional income. So if you're at the point that you're contemplating retirement and you've been forced out of a job, those are two, two things that I would do right away. All right. Well, I know that we're getting close to the end of the podcast here, Larry, but I want to give you an opportunity. What else do we need to hear today? If folks are looking to retire in the next one, two, three years, they just don't know how long this is going to last. No, you don't know how, how long it's going to last, but sometimes it may be a little bit beneficial. People that retired before this and were counting on higher rates of return. You know, I, I look at some of these other sometimes other firms' plans and what they're anticipating for rates of return. And if you overestimate those rates of return, mm. that's when it can come back to bite you when yeah. you get a recession here. So lowering those those projections now will, will help you. You're, you're better off being conservative and having a surprise on the upside than ra yeah. rather than having a surprise on the on the downside. So it all goes back to what I've been saying is create that plan, see what the numbers are, look at that, and hopefully it'll work for you. And if it doesn't work for you, figuring out when it will work, how much longer do you have to work, where, where maybe I can cut some expenses. So putting together, knowing your numbers, putting together a strategy, a game plan will allow you to, allow you to retire, hopefully retire during a recession. Yeah, absolutely. Larry, thank you so much for today. I mean, this is, again, top of mind. I'm going to ask people to share this in just a moment, but I'm going to say it right now because people are concerned. People are scared. People have that fear, right? So if you're listening to this, you've got friends that are in your same situation, you know, friends that are going to be retiring soon or parents that, you know, are retiring soon or wanting to share this podcast with them, please. Larry, great job today. Thank you so much for all your time. Thanks. Thanks, Eric. Remember, you know, enjoy, enjoy life, make finding a yeah. game plan, finding something that works for you. Hopefully this would allow people to retire and, and work and, and enjoy their life even during a recession. Yep. And finding an advisor that can walk along with them in times that are fantastic. And then times that are a little bit scary like this. So I don't want to leave here without asking you, how can people get a hold of you? You know, give them, give them your contact information so they can have you review their situation. Absolutely. So you, two ways, you can go right to our website, hellowealthmanagement.com, and then you can click on schedule a call and you can schedule a free 20 minute call with myself or one of the other planners. And we'll gladly uh, have a conversation to see if we can be of help to you or feel free to call the office, 631-248-3600. Fantastic, Larry, thanks again. Thanks, Eric. Stay cool. All right. I'm trying. And of course, our last thank yous for you listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Life Unlimited podcast with Larry Heller. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way when Larry comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. If you're watching this on YouTube, we'd appreciate a like and a follow there as well. And we humbly ask that you share this podcast, rate it and leave a review as this actually does help other people find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Hello Wealth Management, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time.